0: So this podcast addresses what to do in the event that someone refuses an inheritance. Hey guys, I'm Paul Ramblais. I'm an estate planning attorney in Louisiana serving people all over South Louisiana, making sure their legal affairs are in order and making sure things go smooth when they pass away. Every once in a while, we run across a situation where somebody passes away and they leave money to what they consider to be their heirs, and sometimes one of the heirs doesn't want it. Now, what this podcast isn't going to address is um, the more common situation where a, an heir or what's called legatee, someone who's entitled to inherit actually formally and intentionally disclaims an inheritance. Sometimes it makes some some legal sense or some tax sense for an heir to say, no, I realize I'm entitled to this, but I'm going to refuse it because I want it to go on down to my children, which is what would happen if I refuse it. Or maybe there's some kind of income gift or estate tax um, benefit that would occur if someone actually refuses or the the formal um, tax term is disclaim and sometimes it's called a renunciation here in Louisiana. So this podcast is not about that. This is this is um, addresses the kind of unusual situation and I'm going to stop saying it's unusual because um, I'll just you know put right put it right out there, some of you think it may not make sense. Why would anyone refuse an inheritance if if you're left $100,000? Why would anyone refuse that or not, not want it? Well, occasionally it happens, whether it's due t- to emotional reasons, relationship issues, um, maybe Mom passed away, left money to, you know, equally to the seven kids. And one of the kids is just, you know, he didn't go to the funeral. Um, He lives out of state. He's not responding to the executor's phone calls, emails, texts, letters, house visits, uh, registered mail, uh, knocks on the door. The guy just doesn't want to have anything to do with the family. And so, what in the world is supposed to happen then? You know, it's not supposed to like happen like that. Normally, people, you know, accept it. Uh, but, like I said, on occasion, um, sometimes people don't want it. So, in that scenario, what, you know, what's the executor to do? Let's say mom died. Um, oldest favorite daughter is the executor. Son, um, not having any contact with anybody and they can't get the darn probate or succession, whatever you want to call it, finished up. So, because to you know to complete a succession and which is that court supervised process, you know all of the heirs have to sign off on various layers of paperwork. And when one participant is refusing to acknowledge that this exists and it's going on, it's going to really significantly um, make things more difficult, more expensive, more delays, and all that. But we've got some rules and uh, we get asked this from time to time. And so at least here in Louisiana, it says that oh, um, after a hearing which is required, a court can order that I'll call I'll call this person the executor. Louisiana calls it the succession representative because this person could also be what's called an administrator if there was no will, but I'm going to call it the executor just to make it easy. A court can order that an executor uh, deposit the funds that a person was unwilling to accept and sign a receipt for. A court can order that the executor deposit either in a state or national bank or in the registry of the court to the credit Of the person entitled to the money, Um, so the money can go into either a bank account or in the registry of the court, and then the executor shows a receipt to perhaps you know to the judge showing that the deposit was made, and then that's sufficient to discharge the executor and and complete the matters and. And I guess the money just sits there until it either rots or that person comes and claims it. I would think that if someone is told, hey, there's an account at the bank with a hundred thousand dollars with your name on it, all you gotta do is go get it. I would think that eventually they would they would go get it. But who knows? So that's that's the procedure when someone just Refuses to participate um, or accept a an inheritance of money that they're entitled to. Now, there's a, a little bit of a different procedure when when someone's entitled, perhaps in a will, to inherit a specific oh the law calls it calls it a corporeal movable. Let's say um, mom, since I used the son as the one who was difficult. Um but let's say nonetheless mom said I leave my diamond engagement ring to to my son and you know she named him in the will and that's the son that doesn't want to have anything to do with the family won't sign anything won't return any calls text phones emails whatever so we have a procedure as part of our kind of probate procedure that says if a heir or legatee, which is what this son is, is unwilling or unable to accept and receipt for, then the executor may make such disposition thereof as the court may direct. So maybe the executor says, look, judge, uh, I've got this ring, and um, my brother has indicated that he wants nothing to do with the family. We've We've tried this. We've tried that. We've done certified mail um, and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then, you know, maybe the executor says, judge, we think the most appropriate thing to do is just give the ring to this person and, and maybe a judge would approve that. So whatever, whatever the court may direct is, um, is what happens with those corporeal movables. I guess it could be a uh, could be a car, could be a piece of furniture, could be a gun, uh, whatever the case may be. So those are the two procedures when someone's either uh, refusing or unwilling to accept an inheritance of money or an inheritance of a thing. And which leads me to wonder what would happen because we don't have a similar provision in our trust code. A lot of people these days, in an effort to eliminate the court supervision of the settling of the estate, a lot of people um, create a trust, transfer their assets to their perhaps their revocable living trust, and then when they pass away, the trust becomes irrevocable, and that named successor trustee then has the instant ability to disperse assets out of the trust to the named beneficiaries, oftentimes the children. So I suppose if a beneficiary of a trust is unwilling to accept the funds from the trust, I guess the funds would just you know sit there in a trust account for the benefit of that beneficiary just like they would if it was part of a probate estate and the funds sat in either a state or national bank or in the registry of the court. So, um, my advice is if you're fortunate enough to have someone name you and take the time and effort to try to leave you an inheritance, um, maybe you make it easy on everybody, including yourself by just simply accepting it. But, um, you know, we live in a world where everything isn't normal all of the time and these kinds of things happen. So, Uh, purpose of this podcast was just to let you know in the, in the event you're in one of those circumstances, there's an avenue to still get things wrapped up. Okay. Hope that helps. Um, y'all take care. See ya.